0: Hey guys, welcome to another podcast, um, haven't spoken on the podcast for a few weeks, we've just been busy farming and um, obviously with corona we've just been doing practical ministry rather than preaching, teaching, all of that, we've been um, employing and helping lots of local people, especially some young men in our village, so that they can eat because it's obviously a dangerous time for many of them, they can't work, they can't visit the towns and the city so they're going hungry. So. Um, Just before I start sharing what I want to share, I would encourage any of you that are praying people to please pray. Obviously, pray for everybody around the world. And and while you're doing that, please remember us here in Malawi. But just to get on with this, I wanted to share something that's really on my heart about Revelation. Um, Not the book of Revelation, but Revelation itself. As in Ephesians, it says, Paul says, that I pray for the spirit of revelation and wisdom that you might know him better and so to know God we need revelation we understand that we cannot just read books about God and expect to know him inside out it is a daily continuous journey of discovery and even adventure but revelation can come to all of us, uneducated, educated, young, old. It doesn't matter where we're from, what country we live in, what our um, status is, if we have a title or not. Revelation comes to the simple, it comes to the humble, it comes to the hungry of heart. The Bible says that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him, and I've long believed that that reward is not necessarily silver and gold, but much more importantly, revelation of him himself, Lord Jesus Christ. And um, I've been reading John John's gospel the last few days and just getting so much meat from it and so much fresh revelation. And this really jumped out at me last night. I was thinking about the many different obsessions that many of us have. Um, we're all wired differently, but we all have um, rooted Systems, You know, things that we draw from for comfort, things that we run to in times of trouble or sickness or stress. And those addictions can manifest in many different ways. For some, it's food. For some, it's sex, pornography, nicotine, alcohol, drugs, whatever it might be. The fear of man and people's opinion, um, social media. There's many different ways that addictions and obsessions can manifest in our lives. And uh, this is something that jumped out at me last night and I wrote it down. and I want to share it with you. When revelation, and of course, I'm talking about revelation of Jesus, more knowledge of him, more understanding of God as a father in your life and in my life. And so when revelation becomes your obsession, your obsessions, obsessions become obsolete. When revelation becomes your obsession, your obsessions become obsolete. And so your obsession is your oppression. His revelation is your salvation. And that really just started me on a journey of underlining scripture and pausing, praying, thinking. And I want to just share a few things with you. In John chapter 8, famous portion of scripture, um, in verse 31, it says, Jesus said to those Jews who believed in him, When you continue, so it's not a one-time thing, it's not a moment, it's a movement. It's not just a season, it's a lifetime. When you continue to embrace all that I teach, you prove that you are my true followers. For if you embrace the truth, it will release true freedom into your lives. And surprised by this, they said, but we're the descendants of Abraham and we're already free Listen to this. We've never been in bondage to anyone. How could you say that we will be released into more freedom? And as I read that and paused, I heard the Lord speak to me and say, ignorance kills deliverance. And so these Pharisees, these Jewish religious spirited people were ignorant to what true bondage is and what slavery is. And it's not being necessarily stuck in some form of sin. It's not understanding sonship. It's not understanding identity and who God is and who we are in him and because of him. And so I want to just throw that out there as a a point of reference that ignorance kills deliverance. So Maybe you're like me, that you've had many battles over the years as a Christian and there's things that you've struggled with and maybe issues that you've got stuck in. For me, it was pornography or really most forms of addiction have ruled my life for many, many years, pre-Christ and sadly after Christ. And, and I would look at many of my friends that come from similar backgrounds and think, why are they free? How come I'm not? Um, And often, of course, it's because we're looking at people's lives on social media and not really the real version of what's going on. People obviously don't often um, broadcast their junk. Uh, But for me, I was just crying out to God. And, you know, the more and more I seek God, the more I open his word, the more I hunger, the more I thirst. It's like the more revelation I'm getting and the more revelation you get, the deeper your freedom Goes And the Lord's faithful in his word. So I want to encourage people that might be struggling right now in any form, whether it be depression, fear, loneliness, rejection, anger, lust, whatever it might be. Listen to the words of Jesus. Jesus said, I speak eternal truth. When you sin, you are not free. It doesn't talk really necessarily here about the odd mistake. But of course, a lifestyle of sin or or just a... Uh, undisclosed lifestyle of sin it says you've become a slave In bondage to your sin And slaves have no permanent standing In a family Like a son does Underline that For a son is a part of the family forever So if the son sets you free from sin Then become a true son In other words, to be free You need to be a son You need to understand sonship And the identity of being a son or a daughter in Christ. And it says, and be unquestionably free. I'm reading from the Passion Translation, which is my favourite right now. Even though you're a descendant of Abraham, you desire to kill me because the message I bring has not found a home in your hearts. And so I want to just encourage us that uh, many of us visit churches, many of us attend church, many of us uh, dab Dabble with the Bible. Many of us throw up a few prayers, of course, and often we can think we're doing great. But I want to challenge us and ask us how much of a home has the word of God been given in our hearts? Does the word of God visit us from time to time? Do we have a little glance at scripture or at the presence of Jesus Christ? Or has his message, the gospel, has the truth of God found a home In your heart. In other words, has the message been encouraged to take off its slippers and take off its coat and find a chair by the fire and and just rest? Have you invited the message of the gospel into the home of your heart, not just the outhouse, uh, not just the garden, but the home where you live, where you breathe, where your family is? And so I want to really just ask that question of myself and of you has God's message, the gospel message, found a home in your heart? And then if we skip a few verses for time's sake, you go down to verse 42. Jesus said, then if God were really your father, you would love me. So if If you know the father, if God really is your father, and of course, God is everyone's father. But to be your father or my father requires revelation. It requires intimacy. It requires faith and it requires an understanding. And I just wrote this down in my notes as it it came to me last night. Understanding fatherhood underpins faithfulness. And so if I understand that God is my father and I am his son, that underpins and empowers my desire for faithfulness, your desire. Because many of us, I know, desire to be faithful. We want to serve God. We want to give God our very best. But often there's something, some stuff, some junk, some pain, some hurts, whatever it might be. And it just seems to cloud our judgment and cloud our journey. And and I'm really convinced more and more, that understanding the fatherhood of God will underpin the faithfulness of man. And so Jesus goes on to say, I've come from his presence. I didn't come here on my own, but God sent me to you. Why don't you understand what I say? You don't understand because your hearts are closed to my message. So he's challenging them to say, as I re- said earlier, that the message is not found home in your heart. Often our hearts are hard and closed for whatever reason. Sometimes we're hard hearted, oftentimes we're just hurt hearted. And so we block our hearts from the truth of the gospel and the Lord can't really move in and do what he wants to do. Skip a few more verses. Verse 47, Jesus says, If you really knew God, you would listen, receive and respond. So if we really know God, if we have revelation of God, if we understand God, um, obviously as much as we can, this side of eternity, we would listen. In other words, we would be attentive, we would pay attention, we would create time and space in our day to hear from God, listen to his written word, listen to his spoken word, and we would receive that word, those instructions, that direction, that encouragement, that correction, whatever it might be, we would receive the word of God. You know, like the parable of the sower, um, we would receive the seed into the soil of our hearts and then we would respond. So we would find ourselves convicted and moving according to those words from the Lord with faith we would have faith. Faith would arise in our hearts and we would take action from that faith. As James said, faith without works is dead. So let's just pray for more revelation. I want to encourage you, short podcast, but I want to encourage those that might listen to this to really pray as Paul the Apostle prayed for us, um, to, for the spirit of revelation. You cannot have the logic of revelation, you cannot have the intellect or the just the mere, merely the experience. It is the spirit; it's the Holy Spirit that brings revelation supernaturally. I believe last night I received revelation that the ignorance kills deliverance and understanding. Fatherhood underpins faithfulness. That all came out of a time of worship and a time of meditation and prayer with the Lord. And, and I want to encourage you to pray for yourself, for your friends, for your family, please include me in that prayer, that the spirit of revelation and wisdom would cause us to know God more. Pray that you would strengthen your sonship because to strengthen sonship is to weaken sin. So to strengthen your identity as a son and obviously him, God, as a father, As that strengthens in your understanding through revelation, not through intellect, not through um, anything else other than a revelation from the Holy Spirit. It weakens any sin, it heals rejection, it it binds up any brokenness and it brings more freedom and more joy, more peace into our lives, so guys, I'm just gonna finish with a quick prayer for you and for me. Um, just close your eyes, put your hand on your heart, and just receive and ask the Lord with me. And just say Amen as I'm praying. Father, I pray, as Paul the apostle, um, Paul the apostle, t- encouraged us to pray in Ephesians, that the Spirit of revelation and wisdom would give us knowledge of God, intimacy, knowing him and being known by him. Father, I pray for all those listening that we would learn how to embrace all that Jesus taught us and the truth of his word, and it would release that freedom into into our lives. Lord, wherever there's ignorance that's killing our deliverance, wherever there's a bondage or a blind spot in our understanding, Lord, that you would come and bring clarity, bring light, bring truth, that we would see with the eyes of faith, we would see with the eyes of sonship, daughtership, we would know that our Father loves us because we can see that demonstrated on the cross and that the understanding of you, Lord, as a father would underpin our faithfulness towards you as sons and daughters and servants of the most high God. I pray that the message of the gospel would find a home in our hearts. It would find comfort and reception And attentiveness, and Lord, that your word would come strong and rich and daily, overwhelm our pride, overwhelm our pain, overwhelm our fears, overwhelm our obsessions. Come and be Father in the home of our hearts. And Lord, help us with understanding. All through the Proverbs, it says, get understanding, get understanding. So Lord, I pray that we would understand the truth of your word and our hearts would never be closed to your instruction, to your guidance, to your comfort, to your correction, to your empowerment. Lord, strengthen our sonship so we can weaken the power of any temptation and sin within us. Help us to walk through this time of crisis with encouragement, with faith, with victory, with valour, with the preaching of your word, whether that's through the media or to neighbours, friends and family. Lord, help us to still share boldly and fearlessly the message of the gospel that many might turn and face you and come to know you as a heavenly father and that their sonship, their daughtership would, would propel them into the most glorious freedom and victory in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, do all of this and start with me, I pray. In Jesus mighty name. Guys, God bless you. I will try to do a few more podcasts, especially during this time of crisis where many of us are locked down a little bit. Um, Go follow us on Instagram or Facebook on Instagram. It's RobJoy79. And you can follow our charity and ministry, which is STN underscore missions. You can find me on Facebook as Rob Joy. It's a public figure page. Go like that page and you'll see many of the things we post there and pray for us. Pray for our ministry. Pray for Malawi uh, as we are praying and blessing you right now, wherever you are in the world. We pray healing to your bodies, strength and wholeness and of course, faith to rise up in the midst of this dark time. God bless you all in Jesus mighty name.